Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran at my side. Well, they're actually the other side of the desk, trust me. Um, you can text us on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Morning, Frank. How are you doing? Great. Morning. Hey. Yeah. Morning, Jim. Morning, Morning. Peter. Morning, Richie. Uh, still reeling from uh, last night's Celebrity Big Brother. Stayed up a bit later than I normally stay up on a Friday. I'll be straight with you. Oh yeah, I watched some of it. What did you think of the exits? I think I think, um, I think A.T. Hopkins won. Do you? I think Jordan got voted in winner because of people love her. So she, if she could have come in yesterday afternoon and still won, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Speak, she's very popular. But for contribution to the house, you need a real nightmare in that house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and on this show. On. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so, um, I'll tell you, I went to a, um, I went to a museum this week. Did you? Mm. And what, it was themed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, um... They often are, in fairness. Well, mm. are they? Things like the V&A, you wouldn't say that was themed, would you? Oh, but... British Museum themed? Don't think so. Ornament. <laughs> Ornaments collection. I am. I like Frank's. Oh, sorry, I thought you were um, complimenting me. I like me. Frank's <laughs> UKIP approach to the British Museum. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's not. Um, but this was Science a Science Museum. This was a museum of ink. Okay. What? Ink. That's it. Yeah. It was just about ink. Um, and it wasn't even about ink like, you know, really old ink, what, what the Chinese used. Mm. It was uh, one particular company, which was Stevens Inc. Not not Stevens Inc. As in Monsters Inc. Right. That'd no. be a great if you if I if I started an ink company, I'd call it Ink Inc. Ink Inc. K with the first word and yeah. C with the other. You with me? Yeah, yeah. I've do you, uh, that. Do you yeah. receive my meaning? <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. So I went to that, and it was. May I ask why? Well, yeah. I was. I, I'll be honest with you. I was. I was happening to be filming extremely oh, okay. near to the mm. Ink uh-huh. Museum. And I thought it's a shame to be this. I, I, I always think, don't you? It's a shame to be close to any unusually themed museum and not go in. Always. Not pay a visit. Always. I mean, let's consider the other side of the pencil case, the Keswick Pencil Museum. <laughs> good, it's a good museum. It's, that yes. Is. I mean, I mean I you can get on board on that. You can take a horse. <laughs> you can take a horse to Keswick, but a pencil must be led. Very good. Um, so yes, so uh, it's only about three uh, weeks ago he went to a pen shop. He's obsessed with stationery. Yeah, that's yeah, a we thought. Love stationery. That's a thought. Maybe mm, this all uh, over this stuff. Mm. Maybe God is telling me to uh, <laughs> in, in, invest more in in, uh, in pens and the like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's he's got a lot of spare time on his hands. Most isn't obvious he? explanation. That's on <laughs> top of his to do list. <laughs> he's got a lot of ink on his hands. That's the other thing. Wouldn't it? If you got ink, I remember when I was at school, I was oh, had yeah. ink on my fingers. Oh, yeah. I used to pretend to get it on so people would think I worked hard. Oh, oh. that's a good system. I had it with a sort of affectation. Yeah, I used to do that with uh, trichoethylene, <laughs> which is what they clean the lathes with. Hello, if there's any working class people out there, <laughs> know what I'm talking about. We had the guy who cleaned the lathes got um, liked the trichoethylene so much that he used to put a little bit on his handkerchief. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say but he bought the company like Victor Kaya. No, I think he bought the farm in the end. 
I think it killed him, but, um... So what uh, was at the pen museum, then? The ink museum, I'm sorry. Well, it's something I forgot. I, re- I actually reckon... I, j- I just missed the ink wells when I started school. They were still in the desks, but they were no longer in use. Mm. We had fountain pens, though. Mm. Blotting paper. Did you have fountain pens? <laughs> yes! Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I didn't like that noise. It uh, sounded yeah. like a dinosaur had arrived in the studio. Like. Do you know yeah. what a dinosaur sounds like? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I was, uh, Referring to Even if it's a wax cylinder, it won't be an authentic dinosaur. If that's what you're thinking. Even if it's if a you're wax thinking cylinder. it's as old as a cassette, it must be probably a real <laughs> dinosaur. That's not true. There no, are no recordings of real dinosaurs. You're right. And yet, and I'm laying that. I'm not saying maybe. I'm saying no. Mm. Okay. Um, Frank, Someone will text in and they'll say, "Well, actually." Have you tried the cake Daisy made? No. Lovely, bit salty. I'm not going to lie. Salty. Yeah. I've just last got a time it bit was, of salt days. Last time it was flowery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank said this tastes of flour. That's and then what looked I puzzled like why everybody <laughs> went. <gasps> <laughs> it's good that Daisy's cakes always come with an adjective. <laughs> flowery, salty. <laughs> it could be. If ever they do the the other seven dwarves, perhaps we could use <laughs> the condition of uh, Daisy's cakes to name them all. <laughs> Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So, um, green ink they had in there. I'd forgotten the green ink. Who used green ink? Because um, red ink, the teachers. Angry people. Yeah. Blue and black, you know, most people. people green writing, ink? People writing to prisoners. They use Gardeners. Gardeners. Do you think for, their, for, for their In order to get green fingers. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. No, but, um, Green ink is a bit people that do hearts instead of the dots on the eye. Oh, oh God. You know those I know characters. people say that if you get a letter in, you know, in green ink, it's probably from someone who's troubled. Yes. But I think that I thought of that as biro. I don't think those people could be, would be left alone with a fountain pen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were. Anyway, um, it, the blotting paper <laughs> used to be a large part of my life. Did it? No, and now it's gone. That's what that's what it made me think more than anything. The ink museum. Did you ever use blotting paper? No. How much was it? I remember it. You know, do you remember it? Oh, that's, yeah. It's good of you I'm to old admit enough. that. No, I'm going to admit that. I'm going there. Yeah, I um, that was very um, oh god, it was porous. <laughs> yeah. I remember the teachers used to use. You know, those teachers. Teachers always got those white bits in the corners of their mouths when they were talking. Teachers <laughs> always just dab it out. Just dab it out with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was good for that. Yeah. I've often thought they should what? have one wall panel next to a urinal, mm. and when you finish, you just go and lean on the blotting paper wall panel <laughs> for a minute to your, you know, to your dries a bone, as they say in the American menswear industry, yeah. and then walk out. That sounds good. Anyone listening who's got like a you know up, upgrade, you run, you can have that. <laughs> People's handwriting used to be much better when the, with fountain pens. They all write like mm. X Factor contestants. Could now. I still? Could I go out today and buy blotting paper? I could I go to a shop and say I'd like a sheet of blotting paper. I'm surprised with the amount of time you, you spend in stationery related shops that you've well, never seen it. I was, it's one of those things in the back room. Oh yeah, you have to ask for Special it. Special customers under only, the counter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Contraband blotting paper. I'm not. If you, I'm not asking for any free blotting paper. Anyone's listening. I'm prepared to pay. <laughs> he is a bit. I think. I'm not. I'm not hinting. I don't have anything to blot, unless I'm, you know, trapped <clears> in a lift. Your copy. And now I've got me wellies. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other pluses of uh, the Wellington boot. I tried a quill. <laughs> Did, Did you? you? 
I tried a quill <laughs> that made the whole world right. Yes, I I never, I've never How tried a quill. How did you find the quill? That's well, a feather in his cap, I've isn't never it? Tr- oh, <laughs> lovely. Thank you. Well, it was a museum exhibit, so you could right. try it. And, uh, well, you shouldn't be playing around with those. Did anyone see <laughs> no, it? No, it was, oh, it was, it was, you know, the modern museum, they look, they look a bit of hands-on. Oh, right. yeah, like the science museum. Yeah, so you press on buttons the quill. and things happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I never, one thing I, I didn't, it never occurred to me. You get a bit of a breeze when you're writing. Do you? From no. the from the waving. Uh, when you're writing those poison pen letters, you do. Well, I thought on a hot day, mm-hmm. be a good thing to have uh, the quill. Yeah. Oh, well, that's hopefully. how those um, those showgirls started, isn't it? With the big feathers, they were just writing really long letters. And <laughs> Is that right? On, on hot days, they just took some kit off, and yeah, it all began like that. So I thought if you wrote, you know, I used to write those ransom letters in blood. You could just have a bird standing you next to you. You say when people used about, to write right those ransom letters. <laughs> Normally it's in TV or film. OK. <laughs> it's like I also think, I also no think it's like a 50s thing. <laughs> people were writing ransom letters all the time. <laughs> but did they write them, actually? Come to think of it, they cut things out of magazines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> magazines? They weren't reading chat magazines. Oh, shall we kidnap someone? Well, there was less magazines in those days. I mean, they <laughs> used some, the some, of those, some of those ransom letters were virtually monochrome. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, the scissors was—they were in their infancy. Anyway, it's a different, different world. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Tom has sent us an interesting missive regarding green ink. Oh, Tom, oh, yeah. aka One Hundred One, he says, "Hi, Frank mm. and Co. Green ink was always used by Sir George Mansfield Smith Cumming, the first head of the UK Secret Intelligence Service, to write letters." He signed his name as C. To this day, MI6 bosses are still known colloquially as the Green Ink Brigade. That's what oh, they? When they say colloquially, mm. that means in, in-house. So mm. if we use that, they'll think we're one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Next people... time I see a bloke like, with two holes in his newspaper sitting in the hotel <laughs> lobby, mm-hmm. I'll say, uh, I suppose you'll um, be seeing the Green Ink Brigade after. <laughs> I'm going to say yet another you brigade. You would never get a job with them. <laughs> Out of everyone in this studio, you're the least likely to be approached. You, I can't. I is don't think. He's just not got the subtlety required. I has he? I'm very <laughs> discreet though. Yeah. Well, you are discreet in fairness. I'd always leave my phone with you. There you go. <laughs> That's the test. I wouldn't answer it. No. Needless <laughs> to say. Um, was, when I was watching the telly last night, there was a trailer, series two of Gotham. It's coming back. Oh. oh, you know, in an age where people don't miss anything because mm. they just people say to me, "Were well, you watching that weekly? I watch it on. I watch the whole thing on Netflix and yeah. weekend. I just got the box set." <laughs> people say, "Oh, there's like a site. I mean, do you not know that site where you can just watch everything <laughs> free? You know that site? That's what people always say." <laughs> I actually watch things. You know, on the they go out Tuesday nights at nine o'clock. I watch them Tuesday nights at nine o'clock. I wait wow. all week, look forward to it. And you're yeah. a comedian as well. Why? Round, round the two bad? bar fire. Watching telly at night seems Frank, weird. What is Gotham? What channel is it on? <laughs> Gotham is on. There's this new channel that they've knocked together <laughs> called Channel Five. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watches Channel Five? I know Channel. Frank. Uh, people, I, I still am not totally sure whether everyone's got it. Remember, there was a long period. Oh yeah. 
when you used one of the early conversation things was whether or not you could get yeah. Channel Five. A lot of Wales didn't have it. I think I lived in Wales at about that yeah. time. A lot of Wales didn't have it. I don't. A lot of Wales doesn't have, you have still the 3G. Got, um, <laughs> have you still got CFAX? Um, no, no, but five. I've got a clear picture on five. Good. For Can you. I say that? Right. You know there are more than five channels. <laughs> I know that, but do you remember the whole... It was like the transition period to the multi-channel thing. Five was like the, the, the membrane that they had to burst through, and it, yeah. was, it was stubborn. Yeah. Anyway, Gotham... Well, I've mentioned it on here before, I believe, because I had a badge that they sent me, a Gotham PD badge, which I was wondering whether a man of my age could wear out. Oh, is that what that was from? Mm. So it's, it's a show about Gotham City before Batman became Batman. I'm going to be oh. honest, I watched the first few episodes. Oh, you I, did? You kept I, that under your hat. I jumped off it. I just sort of thought, oh, I'm not sure. Oh, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that to him? Well, because you get so upset. Up as if I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I do know what it is. I just jumped off it. I just. What, what put you, you off? Know, we can't like everything, can we? Was you waiting for Batman? I was probably waiting for Batman. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they call it waiting for Batman? <laughs> waiting for Goddard. Oh, that they could have got good. some of the theatre crowd involved. Well, then, well, then it would have had Batman in the title, which always draws people in. Yeah. Mm. I would have watched that. But to see the trailer, I'd forgotten that thrill of thinking, ooh, 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 and also it was coming soon. It didn't give you any dates. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, what a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't know if it'll still be going by then, Channel 5. Well, that's always someone has to drag things down when you're <laughs> up. You know when ago. you're up? I'm not up that often. Not, I'm, not that, I'm not that high up, anyway. And uh, and now, the wind... Listen. <sighs> that is the, the last bit of wind leaving my sails. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Radio. Uh, we've had a text in from 987, Andy Winton, Edinburgh, saying Penny Cuick, just outside Edinburgh, only just got Channel 5 three years ago. Wow. And he adds, I think this is a joke, electricity five years ago and broadband is currently being researched. I think that's a little gag that he's put in there. Is it Pennychuk? Is it? It's written Penny Cuick. Oh, okay. But I don't, I don't know. I'm happy to be corrected. What's his name? Andy. Andy Winton. Andy Winton. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call him. <laughs> oh, that's uh, interesting. See, you're all looking at me as if the whole Channel 5 struggle was way gone. No, I agreed. I was, um, I was filming this week. <laughs> Where you? Yes. You've done well for yourself. Oh, well, you know. Near an um, ink museum, I hear. Yes. Mm. What were you filming? I was filming a... Um, Maybe you can't say. That's okay. No, I was filming a, a one-off thing, acting thing for Sky. What? Yes. Um, He's doing acting. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So you are getting the work since Doctor Who. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, in the floodgates, it's, it? it's, it's flooding. I'm doing, um, I'm doing Leah in Tombridge Wells <laughs> in two weeks' time. That's just a rumour I heard. <laughs> yes. Um, I... Uh, I tell you what happened though is that they, I had to wear a a, a, wa a wristwatch, the stage wristwatch, not my own. Yeah. yeah. And does that embarrass? This always happens to me. If, if if anyone puts a wristwatch on me, they had to they had to put another hole in it. 
Oh, in the you've scrap. got such small oh, wrists. I've got I have such that. thin. Yeah, but with a girl, it's all right. I think it's more than all right. It's lovely. Yeah, but with me, I'm, <laughs> I've always been. I think you'll find a, it's actually one of my best features. I've always been a bit ashamed of my because I've got quite. You know, my hands are of a normal size. Then my wrists are pathetic. People always assume I'm wearing flesh pink gardening gloves. Yeah, that's that's what I've just always thought. Yeah, and then when they Until looked then, close, oh, but it was so I could see they, there was a sense of oh from the from the wardrobe person. Mm. Oh, put another hole in. Oh. And there's no, I know of no keep it clean. I know of no exercises mm. where you can improve your. You never see an advert, you know. Keep I, it clean. You can have it's wrist, a good warning, though. It's a good warning. You can have wrists like mine. You've never seen that on an advert, no. have you? No, you can't. You can't bulk them up. I, I mean, you imagine. exercise. What is the exercise to bulk up Press your up. wrists? No, there's no bulking up the wrists because it's a bit of bone, isn't it? And there's no real like. There's no growable muscle around it, is there? You could get your forearms massive if you... If <laughs> well, you I don't know. know. Like I'm finding... It look weird, but... I'm getting a little hot. <laughs> <laughs> the way he's talking, Frank, like a fitness instructor... Well, yeah, I can do that. That's your birthday treat. I found you hot for 12 I seconds. Could, <laughs> I could do that, because basically all it is is, like, be really excitable, isn't it? Like, all right, matey, we're training tomorrow at 10! Seven exclamation marks. That's Lovely. how a personal trainer communicates. Is, is that right? I've never had a personal life. trainer. Yeah, Have you that's basically it. I had, um, Andy the wrist man. <laughs> <laughs> Came in from Luton. I found him to be hopeless. <laughs> no, I've never had a personal trainer. I've always assu uh, assumed that they're imbeciles. Thanks. <laughs> that, well, I'm only ge I'm guessing. Don't say that about Lionel. He's no imbecile. He coined the rather brilliant phrase, Hunnit Fiddy, for 150%. I'm not, I'm not sure he coined that, surely, did he? Surely, Dick Fiddy. Hunnit and Fiddy. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? There, there are people who are interested in the mental side of life and people who are interested in the physical side of life mm -hmm. and people interested in the spiritual. And they are very much the physical side of life. So I don't mean they're imbeciles. I mean that mm. their priorities are different from my own. <laughs> Honestly, it's like being Katie Hopkins. I have You're to justify have to turn to one if you, you want big risks. You are quite similar. Uh, a lot of your views are similar. Mm -hmm. oh, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> there, I've said it again. The other thing is, I notice. Do you ever get those shirts, Alan? When there's two buttons on the cuff. Yes. The outer button and the inner. I yeah. always have to go in. Oh, exclude me. Oh, why oh, don't dear. you? <laughs> if I if I go if I just do the outer one, I look like a wizard. Why don't you just? <laughs> Why don't you just constantly wear some sweatbands like Bjorn Borg or something? <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you constantly <laughs> wear some leather sweatbands. ones? Like, because I'm fine about my wrist. Leather ones? <laughs> what? You, what? Like um, Axl Rose or something? <laughs> if I wore leather ones, I'd be frightened to hail a cab in case a falcon landed on. <laughs> Well, that's an added benefit, but you need don't to dwell do that on around it. Hereford. There's a lovely oh. owl sanctuary there. Is that? Yeah, we should go. <laughs> Let's go now. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've, uh, we've had a couple of texts in about your wrists, actually. Um, mm. Hi, Frank and team. Uh, oh, actually, hang on. Uh, morning, Frank, Emily and Alan. Clean, read the clean ones. I was yeah. once fixing a car for someone. He grabbed hold of my wrist while I was working and said, Ooh, what thin wrists. <laughs> <laughs> I is feel your from, pain. Uh, is this from David Furnish? It's from... <laughs> it's how no, I it was met, actually from David Baddiel. How I'm I sorry. met Sir Alton <laughs> <laughs> Um... 
Well, that's a shame because he's doing oh, what thin wrist. He's doing something macho like fixing a car, and then somebody just manhandles him and says, "Oh, what thin wrists!" Oh. That's, that's a shame, isn't it? That's such bad. That manners. is rude. That's, that's you from wouldn't Martin do that. Stoke. You wouldn't grab a woman no. and say, "Oh, what fat calves!" <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> my heart went into my mouth. No. He wouldn't. It'd be rude. No, you're right. And uh, also, you wouldn't be able to get your hands completely <laughs> around them. Probably you could just both. Yeah. No, but you know, it's it's personal. Risk, risks are you know they're personal as well. Oh, That's they're true. not personal. Risks aren't personal. Public property. <laughs> really? Um, okay. Well, I think I think grabbing someone's wrists is a high risk strategy. Did he grab both wrists? Uh, I don't know. That's that's difficult because then you're leaning across. You're almost taking over their their role of hand control. That's true. Yeah. Charlie, take a picture of our wrists and see who's got the best ones. I wonder who'll win. Um, we've had some <laughs> advice from Ian. Sorry, I'm still waiting for the please in that sentence. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Ian Angle, regular texter. Oh yeah. Has, aye, aye. Uh, has texted uh, Frank. You could draw a watch on your wrist using your newly purchased ink. The watch would be right once a day and would save any ex- extra whole embarrassment. He then immediately texted afterwards, saying, "Meant to say the watch would obviously be right twice a day." Yeah. That's a good point. Mm. But it's interesting that because or a permanent tattoo, you could get a tattoo of a watch. You never see a tattoo. I've never idea. seen a tattoo oh. of a watch That'd be ever, nice, wouldn't it? I've got a friend who's a tattooist. I'll put you in touch if you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. That doesn't surprise me. You've got a friend who's a tattooist. <laughs> then yeah. we'll draw a line under it. Yeah. Do you have a friend who's a tattooist, Frank? No. No, me neither. I don't have that many friends, no. to be brutally honest. You know, I've I think four. You've done a bit of a cull. I did. You? I did a count four. I've mm. got. Yeah. Who I, are they? It's rare that I'm in a conversation where I seem like the ray of sunshine. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, it, I, I ne- I've never seen that. I've never, and I've met women who've got the um, makeup tattoo. You know that? They have, oh yeah. They have like mascara and that lipstick tattooed on their faces. Oh so they yeah. Have to put yeah. It on. I was uh, I was comparing the comedy store late last oh, year. Brag, brag. Is that brag? brag? I don't know. It's just the thing I've done that you've done. But but uh, oh, there was right, a Perkins. there was a gentleman <laughs> on the front row with a moustache, like a quite an arty guy in a flowery shirt. And I looked down and I saw that he had a watch on each each wrist. And I said to him, "You've got two watches on." And very matter of factly, he went, "I like watches." And I thought, good answer. Yeah. It's a good I answer. It's a great answer. Why can't he just... They're just adornment, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, I've never thought about... Why do they have to even work? Mm. If they look nice. Point. Yeah, if you like it, wear it. Sharon is recommending a product for you. The, um... If you could Google the gyro wrist ball. Gyro, oh! Gyro wrist ball. Oh, yeah. Brought one for my husband as he plays cricket. Apparently it improves bowling. He has puny wrists too, Frank. Wow. I don't That's like rude, to brag, but it? I've got one of those. What's it called? Um, well, this one's saying it's a gyro wrist ball. Um. <laughs> <laughs> gyro <laughs> wrist ball. <laughs> That's the advert sorted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have to call the Osmonds and, you know... I'll, I'll the, bring mine in next week, see if you enjoy it. Don't give them a second-hand one. Is it a rubber ball? representation. <laughs> we could just borrow it for a bit. It's only a handball. Um, it's a, it's like a ball that's if you'd got used a gyroscopic thing that to the England it. team. If you'd used it mm. for botic strengthening... <laughs> I haven't. It'd be a different... I mean, I'd, you know, it'd be all right, I'll bring in some wet wipes, it'd be fine. But, I mean, a handball, what's the problem? No. Is it just a rubber ball, basically? No, it's a ball with a gyroscopic weight in it, and you pull the cord, oh, it spins, and you keep it spinning by sort of gently rotating it, or quite 
violent well, at the like the opening credits to Joe 90. Yeah, you do that until, until you get a certain score. There is a strange male bonding atmosphere going on here. Oh, bring it in. I'd like to try it. Bring it in next I'll, week. Always be, I won't be able to compress it at all. Yeah. I'll bring it. No, you don't. It's squeeze it, you spin it. Oh. And then you sort of have to keep control of it. Oh, such fun. Great, you've got that at home. Oh, I've got all sorts of stuff, me. I'm doing great. You're very fit, aren't you? I'm not very fit. What's okay. happened to you two? <laughs> Relationship's taken a turn for the very strange. Thin rest. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's how he said it. Mm. Wowee. Okay, I'll try that, certainly. I'll bring it in. I'll bring Four, it in. 487 says, I once told my sister she had chubby wrists. She's never forgiven me. Oh. No. Yeah. Chubby wrists you don't often see. Wow. I'd be delighted by that. What you don't want is indentate. You don't want like the the arm to have to go in to accommodate the wrist strap and then come <laughs> out again at the other side. You no. know the way bra straps do sometimes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They have to sort of forge a small valley. It's a bit like glaciation. <laughs> some bra straps. Um, I've never seen that. I don't think on a wristwatch. I'll just look up. I'm going to Google elephantitis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't. I haven't googled it. I'm just for the record, I find fake puking one of the funniest things ever. Do you? Like, all, Stick around. Um, You'll like all, it in this studio. Almost then. always makes me laugh. It's one of my favourite things. You should come to our oh, office. Up there with my faves. My favourite is that thing of blowing out tea when people have been surprised. You know that whole thing. <laughs> Do but I was having a cup of tea and somebody said, uh, "You're pregnant." Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I'm pregnant. I, so <laughs> oh, I love that. I, that's just like the best thing ever. Great. It's, already, it's not so good on radio. <laughs> no. no, I know what you mean. Some things are better on radio, and um, some things aren't so good. We mentioned Ian Angle. Can I, uh, can I take this opportunity to thank also a regular texter of uh, Nugget, who sent me a birthday card, which was good of him, wasn't it? And some Oscar winner. Can I take this opportunity yeah. to thank yeah. Who else are you going to thank? I just thought, you know, this is a moment in the show where we're not doing anything. Now we were talking about spitting tea out for a laugh. I thought, well, now's the time to say thank you. For well, can I say that I, al- I also got a card from uh, New Gay. Did you? Yeah, and, I never uh, did. Yeah, ten days after my birthday. Oh, no, no, okay, never so he's using one. you as a marker. He I thinks got... I'll send Alan one on his birthday. Well, it's your birthday's tomorrow. So it is, right. yeah. I'll send Alan one on time, and it's it's a you know I don't want to send them separately. I oh. can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. I'll just send Frank's late. He could have sent Alan's early. I could have put it by. That's yeah. a good point. You know when you yeah. put it by for next yeah, year. Yeah, put it by exactly. Sometimes people, I, I, I get a birthday card just for laying down, <laughs> you know, like wine. <laughs> but no, I say no. Well, there you are. We did get through that link. (laughs) (laughs) The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, AD and AC. ED and AC. Oh, no. (laughs) This is atrocious. Just overreached, didn't he? Text us on (laughs) 812.15. We'd love to hear from you. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio. I have Okay. (laughs) I'll tell you what we haven't discussed this morning, actually. I don't want to go any further without discussing this because uh, Robert Mugabe... Living on love for Sandman. He's not quite a friend of the show. I think they might be pushing it. Romog. He's <laughs> That's what I call him. <laughs> he's certainly no stranger to these parts. No. No. He's got form on this show. We've discussed his... Is it a fultrum, did we say? 
Fault is fault from, yeah. Yeah. Is that what it's called? That's I the, think so. the that, sarsh bit, Frank. That little indentation under the, uh, under the septum of the nose. Mm. He's got a moustache wow. that just runs down there. It's mm -hmm. the most delicate little thing. Mm -hmm. And I believe as a direct result, Frank penned a song called uh, Robert Mugabe's Filtrum to the tune of Robert De Niro's Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I approve. Anyway, this week he was at an airport. He was doing kind of dignitary things. Yeah. He had one of those little rostra that they make, the temporary rostra at the airport. Yes. <laughs> He's <laughs> ever at home on a rostra. <laughs> yeah. Robert Mugabe. All the fans are there. All the supermodels are there. Now, all the fans are there, and the men are wearing those sort of slightly Sam Allardyce suits, aren't they? With the thick knots. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm afraid... Um, oh, no, there were placards. I noticed one placard that said, Your greatness resonates across Africa and beyond. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was for me. <laughs> that was for me, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. He, he went flying. That's a great placard, though, isn't it? <laughs> that is a good placard. It's better than Blyer. Yeah. Remember Blyer, Blyer that people always used to have outside the House of Commons? Mm -hmm. But that one, your greatness resonates across. I'm going to have people holding that outside the Room 101 studios. I, I don't think I've ever seen a placard with the word resonates on it before. No, no. That's I good. hope I'll see more. Yeah. Well, he went flying. He did. He lost his footing, didn't he? He did, but apparently... Is he, you know, he's 91 or something. Yeah. Nearly 91, yeah. He's, uh, I think Put it he going might, on. I think yeah, he might have lost Just his... bear that in mind, Nugget. Yeah, that wouldn't sound this late. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a good idea. Well, according to the Zimbabwean officials, it didn't happen. No. I can see why a man of that stature has to keep up a certain... Uh, mm -hmm. But it is difficult to say something didn't happen if there is lots of video evidence of it actually happening. And not only that, it's gone viral, hasn't it? Do you it? watch most of the day? <laughs> <laughs> True. People do that all the time. Oh, he's in great shape, though, Robert Mugabe. <laughs> is he? Oh, he is. Strange crush. Yeah, he looks really sort of <laughs> slim and... Uh... I'll tell you what, this has really diminished you saying that I'm really fit in, a, in the previous link. <laughs> he's like, I hope, I, I, in hope great I look shape. like Robert Mugabe. What kind of yardstick I... is that? <laughs> Actually, when I say I hope I look like Robert Mugabe when I'm 90, <laughs> obviously that would confuse people, but I mean, I'd be happy to be yeah. as slender as he is. I think there might be a, 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 a fitness DVD in Robert Mugabe. That'd be good. A yeah. fitness DVD. Well, he's already got the parkour section of it done, hasn't he? Where <laughs> <laughs> he's falling downstairs. Who's his agent? <laughs> I don't believe he's got an agent. I might call him. I think he might be with the same guy that Arj and um, George Clooney are with, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he'd agree to a leotard? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about what they said, the officials? I think officials? you're offering him a leopard. What? Oh, God, they yes, said... there was a misprint. <laughs> they he, turned up with a he turned up with a leopard. Or in a leopard, even worse. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're talking about um, Romog. <laughs> Big Bob Mugabe. Yep. Mm. So no, I do. I, 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 um... But they, don't, they shouldn't deny it. I mean, what they said, the Zimbabwean officials said, what happened, whenever someone starts an explanation with what happened, I mm -hmm. know they're lying. Yes. What happened is that he remarkably managed to break the fall on his own. I repeat, <laughs> the president managed to break the fall. I like I repeat. <laughs> I imagine he was he was um, pinching them really hard on the <laughs> just behind the ear when he was saying the second <laughs> bit. <laughs> he had um, I watched him. He, he was he was um, 
They got him into a limousine after the uh, the, the no fall. That's fall. one of Frank's good ones, isn't it? Limousine. He does it's like, like Gerard, Stephen Gerard. Mm-hmm. And it had got you know it's got the Zimbabwe flag on the on the front, right? But not on the not on the very front. Well, I always imagine they're right on the front. But then it occurred to me, hard to drive if you got a flag on the actual bonnet ornament. Yeah. So they've just put it on one of the wing mirrors, That's but only on one of them. I wasn't oh, so happy it looks with it. a bit lopsided. It looks a bit like he's supporting them in the African Cup of Nations, uh. like, you know, like some fat bloke from a <laughs> in a white van with a with a not that they're in the African Cup of Nations before you all t- texting. Uh-huh. <sighs> Honestly, give me a break, you people. Yeah, and he has those people that walk along the side. You know, about six blokes yeah. that walk along the side of the... Minders. Well, that's what you have. When we go to the branch after this show, you have yeah. that little bit. I do that for you, don't I? <laughs> but, but in a car, wouldn't you be tempted, if you was a driver, to just go a little bit faster? <laughs> yeah. See if they can keep up the... Mm-hmm. I like the idea of bodyguards. <laughs> I'd like... Uh, yeah, I like to think on this show... Mm. You know, bodyguards, they protect your body... Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why they're called bodyguards, you see. Yeah. But on this show, um, I never see any of the texts or emails. Mm-hmm. I only, all I know of them is when Alan and Emily read them out, talking mm-hmm. to the readers now, obviously. Yeah. Um, and that they are my sort of mind guards, my morale guards. Mm-hmm. So that it's a similar thing, except that you're looking after my state of being. That's right. We don't we don't tell Frank any of the abuse. Don't read ones one. Don't read one now as an example. And then when you play a song, we just all the way through the songs, we turn the music down and we keep saying, "You're amazing, Frank. You're amazing. You're on top form. You're absolutely <laughs> storming." Like every when, song. We're like when Paul McKenna calls up celebrities <laughs> and says, "You don't need to smoke." No, you no, aren't he doesn't. Fr- Before you they aren't go fr- on. Flying. I don't know, Cats Does Countdown or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he says, you're amazing, you're incredible, you can do this, you're funny. That's honestly what he does. To Jimmy Carr? No, <laughs> not to Jimmy Carr. Okay. To John Richardson. To no, Sean not Locke. to John Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> well, why I did you bring... I'm why, thinking. Why Cats Does Countdown as an example? I don't know, because I like an it. Exam- par it's an example. example. Yeah. I'm actually your spirit guard, but I, you don't know about it. <laughs> what? Yeah, what I'm you? looking after you. All right. I'm looking after you. I'm guiding you through. Isn't that what they have in Tesco's on the uh, vodka? (laughs) (laughs) That plastic card. Is that what that that plastic thing is? It's the spirit card. Okay. That's what they have in taxis in rough areas as well. I like to think I'm walking behind you, like like in Dante. We're all having three separate monologues. Does feel that way, yeah? But that's 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 we all do the same radio show. Jumper last week. Might have orcs. Yeah, but that's all right, because I wear a T-shirt underneath it, so it takes ages for the sweat to reach the outer garment. <laughs> and other things I didn't want to hear. OK. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Robert Mugabe, when he stumbled... Who? Bob Mugabe. Oh, yeah, Big Bob. Oh, Bob. Big Bob. Um, he then said that it didn't happen, mm. and he wanted to delete it. And I sort of feel his pain in a way, because I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but a couple of years ago when it was icy, I slipped and went up into the air, proper, like, both feet over the head, and mm. landed on my back in front of a bin lorry full of men. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I would quite like to get rid of that if, if I... If I could, I'd mm. quite like them to all. They didn't video it. No, but if they could delete it from their minds, it was pretty embarrassing. Did they I laugh, did they the laugh openly? Yeah. Mm. I slipped recently. Oh, dear. Do you know what? The woman was so middle class, I knew she'd help me. She but, did. oh, good heavens! <laughs> she said, good lovely. heavens. You don't hear that often. Oh, really? She said, you must wear sensible shoes, dear. That's good advice. 
I was on. Uh, I, just, used, I used to do a TV oh, show. Look nice. I used to do a show called Fantasy Football. Back you always in the, say that when you mention day. that show, as if no one knows. We get a lot of young people listen to this, and um, we were filming with a Scottish player called Tommy Gemmell, mm. mm-hmm. um, a Celtic legend. And he um, famously fouled this uh, German player. So he, he, we recreated it, and he kicked me up in the air. When I landed, my elbow went into my stomach. Oh. And I find, of all the injuries you can pick up, the one that probably gets least sympathy is being winded. Oh, yeah. But being winded is a terrible near-death experience, is what it mm-hmm. feels like. Yeah. It's like, oh... It's like someone's pulled the plug out of your life. Do you know what I mean? You can feel it all draining mm. away. And they filmed it, and, and it was. And I was sort of going, <laughs> <laughs> making this terrible airless whimpering. <laughs> no. And I think I looked. I really did look at my very, very lowest. <laughs> and it's all there. Very, all there, very. All wow. there on camera. <laughs> and winded. I mean, it just sounds so rubbish to be Does, winded and feel like... You're going to feel a bit winded now. I nearly cried. Carry on. <laughs> Are you going to cry even more? Oh. Because guess what? The wrist competition has gone up on the web, Frank. Oh, yeah. And um, Alan seems to be romping home. What is the thinnest wrist? Thinnest wrist. Bottom left. Someone else has compared our three wrists to characters. Do you want to know who they are? Go on. Okay. Top left, B.A. Baracus, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. The uh, jewellery, is that the jewellery thing? the jewellery, isn't it? It's the jewellery. Yeah. Jingle uh, jangle. It wouldn't be the fear of flying. No. <laughs> She's fine with that, as long as she t- t- turns left. <laughs> or the use of ain't. Uh, alien from Close Encounters, bottom left, that's Alan. Oh. Hmm. Oh, that's the campus you've ever sounded. <laughs> I like it. They must be pale. They're, they're, they're white, aren't they? The character. Well, well, you say that. Bottom right, Frank Skinner, Casper. Oh. Uh, well, I look a bit like Casper when I uh, grease my hair back. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's an interesting. Uh, mm. Gangly. Are those aliens gangly? Well, some men outside carrying a big uh, kiss. FM logo. They're very well groomed. They're not like our, us, are they? What level? They're all trendy. Uh, they're well groomed. They're all trendy and they've got yeah, hair product in. Also, you know, they were still out like four hours ago. They've just come yeah. straight from the nightclub. Me too. <laughs> which, which from I the nightclub? Me too. There's one nightclub everyone goes the, to. The nightclub. Is it the nightclub? Capital T, capital N. <laughs> oh, just remembering that being winded has made me feel a bit, well, winded. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. I'm not certain this will be um, close of business on the uh, wrists discussion, but um, I like this. Uh, funnily enough, a text in from 806. Funnily enough, I'm a micropigmentation specialist. I tattoo ladies' makeup, and I'm always being told what dainty thin wrists I have. I've actually had to buy my own strap adjuster, as I always, I'm always having to take links out, and it was getting expensive sending it to a jeweller's all the yes, time. Yes, I bet. Brackets, I have 62 watches, Craig, in Watford. Oh, big wow. Two. Is it work on the black market? We don't get many texters boasting about their 62 watches, do they? It's never really a ca- I've always, in my life, thought, you know, you, you kind of have one watch. I think I have got some old... Well, I have got old watches in drawers, but hey. I, I don't rotate. I don't have a rotation system with my timepieces. I've got two or three. 
depending on what I'm doing. I've do you match them to your outfits? No, not really. You sort of to do. my activity, you know. If uh, if I'm doing sport, underwater, can, underwater, yeah, yeah, that sort of you thing. You strike me as a bit of a Roy Hodgson sort of giant watch. Yeah, face. yeah, I'm a Hublot guy. Mm. Those massive ones that they've obviously been given that they wouldn't want to wear otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever had one really expensive good watch. It's the worst watch I've ever had. Oh no! I okay. sent it back about three times. In the end, I gave up. Oh, and you had to send it to Germany to get it mended. Oh, that's no good. Oh, Come on. No, you don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> I mean, pfft. Forget about it. So, um, I'll, uh, I'll tell you something that I've done that I haven't done for ages this oh. week. I, uh, I went to the cinema. Did you? I went to the you know, pictures. I haven't been. I've, I haven't I went been to the movies. I haven't been since Noah. You know, I went to see Noah. That was oh, my yeah. last one. Did you enjoy that? Noah? Mm. Yeah, it was, uh, I liked it. I didn't see that. What um, uh, What did you go and see? A lot of acting well, in it. Was it? A lot of oh, acting. <laughs> oh, I would have so liked I, it. I think that's why I haven't been since. I thought I've had enough acting there to last <laughs> me <time. laughs> If you go and see Russell Crowe, and he's good, Russell Crowe, but you'll get yeah. a lot of acting. Oh, he does do the acting. I didn't go and see that. I made... Uh, we made our decision. I was on tour, and we were in Cambridge, and the next show was in Maidenhead. Was so Mrs we had Cockrell s- with you, then? No, me and a support actor, a guy called Mike... Um, well, he went on a date with a guy. He didn't, just have one didn't day. go on a date. He's on tour. We were killing tour. time Alan on tour. Alan Cochran is currently on tour. <laughs> and tickets mostly still available. Um, a few, a few tickets. Let's put it very that way. A few tickets. Are Try are hard. Um, Where are you tonight? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not touring tonight. Not tonight, tonight. no. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> tomorrow, night. tomorrow night. No, 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 He's no. not really on tour. I'm not right. He's doing intermittent gigs. <laughs> that's right. That's Monday right. night. No. Um, oh, it's just no all the forget, time. Forget the tour. Okay. Anyway, we finished in a bed and breakfast. Intermittent the... gigs. That's the name of Ryan Giggs's <laughs> eldest. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, said to the woman in the bed and breakfast, "What, what oh, time? Glad you added what breakfast time can we leave?" That. 11am, right, and I said, oh, can I push it back a little bit, because I need to do a telephone interview, you know those ones that I was talking about? You said about, that where to in a bed and breakfast. Yeah, so she'll they hate, to do... She'll hate you. That's fine, I'm fine with, I'm very <laughs> comfortable you with being here. Who you are? She'll be so, I had arranged to check out at Can I tell you something? I stayed in a bed and breakfast <laughs> in the north of England. Yes. And I thought, uh, you know, and I thought, you know, oh, lovely, and, and the woman said to me, uh, oh... Well, now you. And I said, uh, yeah, yeah. She said, what, you seen how the other half lives? <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, I don't think it's a half, it's about 87%, isn't it? <laughs> if I remember rightly. That went down well. Mm, didn't get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is exactly how we chose the uh, film. We said, oh, we're checking out about 20 past Very 11. Cozy. What starts? We're checking out about Me and Mike, the support. Mike, have you not listened to Mike? Mike? Mike, you keep going on about. So we said, what starts soon after 20 past? 25 past 11, American Sniper, directed uh. by Clint Eastwood. I thought, he's, you know, let's go and see it. <coughs> Such lads, aren't you? Lads. Follow, follow the bear. Yep, so we went, get to the kiosk to buy the tickets, and we said, oh, have we... Um, have you we, said, oh. Have we... <laughs> <laughs> what did I the said, woman make of that? Ooh, uh, <laughs> it was a bloke. Uh, it's a bloke, be all and, right. Uh, I said, have we missed the start of the film? Because by the time we checked out and put the car- bags in mm. the car and all mm. that. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, it's definitely started. And oh. we said, all right, what else have you got? And the next thing wasn't till like, after 12. And we went, OK, well, we'll take two tickets for American Sniper. Oh, even though we've already missed the start. So as we're buying the tickets, mm. he starts talking to me about the beginning of the film. And I quickly realise he is 
verbally describing in his own words <laughs> the opening scenes of the that's movie. Not, that's nice. Oh. And I can't describe what he said because I don't want to spoil the film for people, but he was saying, oh, the central character, this is what's happening to him. Spoiler alert. It was a walking spoiler alert. <laughs> well, funny you should say that because I was thinking, this is an odd way of doing this. I'm not sure I like it. I'd rather just fill in the blanks myself. And then we went in and the exact scene that he'd just described, we watched. He was <laughs> He'd gone too early. Oh, OK, yeah. but that's a nice gesture. It was it's a like nice gesture. It's like a sort gesture. of new reader's start here. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I always assume those people in the kiosk have never seen any of the films. Oh, either. do you? Like, they're kept there. <laughs> I think they hate films. Like, people in chocolate factories don't eat chocolate. <laughs> like they try and walk in, someone will go, hang on, you haven't got a ticket. They say, oh, don't mention films. Yeah. Don't mention films to me. <laughs> like chefs like, eating terrible food. Like comics never make funny jokes. That's true. Oh. Um, I'll take that, I'll take that's that. That's not true. Al? Yeah. Is American Sniper a real movie? That sounds like a made-up film. Is it a film. real movie? Yeah, that just it's sounds a real made movie. Up. Clint Eastwood directed it. He's not directing no, made-up films, it's, been, is it? it's controversial, isn't it? It is controversial, yeah. My friend was a DSS <laughs> sniper. Sometimes you sound like such a Birmingham nana. DSS sniper? What's that? Yeah. And a snooper. Sorry, he's a snooper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Sometimes I look at you in your cans mm. on your head, and you have something of the sort of Ronnie Hazelhurst about you—the old school seventies musical conductor. Oh, like that guy! Remember Mike Mansfield? He yeah, used to just sit with Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Q basically rollers. <laughs> what um? What decade what station is this on Absolute? That, oh, yes. It's we on, oh, we're, on, remember, we're right across the decades. Yeah, but what one is it that you two are referencing? Well, that would be, have to be Absolute 70s. Does that still oh. exist? Well, I don't know, but Alan was born in that decade. Sure was. As I'm afraid we've just discovered. Yeah. Oh. 40 tomorrow. Wow, that's a big milestone. I'm gonna I join can't all, wait, personally. I'm going to join all the social networking sites and just um, tweet uh, topless photos of myself saying... Uh, Hashtag fit for 40, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm doing for my birthday. <laughs> because uh, Because you said so. Midlife crisis. Yeah, Go probably. Hashtag midlife crisis. Um, I've had another revelation this week. Well, not really this week, this year. Um, but something has come to, to pass this week that made me realise. Mm. Me and Mike on the, uh, on the tour... <laughs> oh, this Mike thing. We were... Uh, we were stuck in traffic. It's like the incredible journey. Stuck in traffic in his that car. That was good, Phil. Oh, didn't you? Who did you like English best? Those English bull terriers, there. Oh, what about the cat? Head like a box. Sami's cat, lovely. Carry mm. on. Anyway, me and Mike, <laughs> we were uh, we were in the car, and he said, to, "We're stuck in the traffic." And he went, um, "There's a box of sweets in that glove box. If you want some." I said, mm. "Is there?" Opened it. He's got a box of chocolate Brazils. Oh, nice. He hasn't. And it really they contain nuts. It really well, yeah. <laughs> it did. It did contain nuts. It was nuts covered in chocolate. But yeah. it really elevated a bit of traffic. It made it like oh, no, quite you know, bearable. I always, always have sweets in the car, and that's a, a fairly recent phenomenon. The last few years, it's something that it it, it seems getting older. What is oh, it? I, I always have um, a Haribo um, tank plastics in the glove box. I have. I'm a licorice all sort man, but I tell you what, I've got. I've got about three bags in there. Um, not three bags full, mind. Three bags nearly empty. And they've just got the. You know, they've com- had all three on the go simultaneously. Oh no! But you know oh. what? They've all just. Well, got... Let's see what the bags are. They've just right. got licorice. O- now they're all licorice all sorts, oh. and they are. You know, the licorice onlys. Right. The tube. Yes. That tube. The black oh, I like tube. That. 
Oh, do you know I'd what? I actually felt something rise in my throat. Yes, I don't eat the black tube. So I've left the black tube. <laughs> oh, I wish you the black tubes. Yeah. So I've got ba- bags with about four or five black tubes in each. Bag them all up together. You could bring them in. I'll, I'll bring them in for you. Maybe, yeah, maybe I could thread them right. and you could wear them. <laughs> <laughs> Bursty necklace. Do they have the white filling, the black tubes? Oh, no, I don't like those. I'm on about the solid black. I'm not I'll the tell you solid. What it is. I'll That's be straight true. with you. It's, it's licorice. <laughs> it's, there's no all sorts about That's it. That's what I like about it. Fine, that about shouldn't be an all sorts. Fact, what about the pink one? Oh, pink and yellow. Oh. The best one. You, do you remember licorice? Do you remember that wood you used to get? Yes! It used yes. to be like a piece of yes. branch. Yes. Licorice branch. And you used to you chew it. Like an old cheroot. Oh, day. I loved that. I used to feel like a tribesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was there's not around. Yeah. <laughs> It was really? like sitting in the old Wild West. I can't believe that you tell young people that now. We used to chew branches, bought in a sweet shop. Did you never chew have the branch? I've, I, I'm aware of its work, yeah. I can't remember it that well, though. Oh, Frank, let's go and buy some after the show. I don't know if it's if you can still get it. Just go out there into Golden I Square. Think to, I think you have to harvest it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a gardener now. We, got, we bought wood in Why a shop just, and then ate it. Why don't you just grow some liquor? You couldn't really eat it. You had to chew it and then spit it out. You, yeah. couldn't, couldn't, you couldn't digest. The stuff. Yeah, I do that with Becky. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, that I've, I'd completely forgotten about that, that wood, wood licorice. Oh, I love that wood. Mm. Do you know licorice wood? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had a lot of correspondence in about what I believe is actually called Spanish root, according to Deb in Cornwall. Another Spanish root. That might explain it, because in, um, in Yorkshire, where I grew up, licorice, or licorice, depending on how you pronounce it. Licorist? You're trying to make <laughs> fun of me? No, licorice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is called Spanish, like it's colloquially called well, Spanish. Can I just say Spanish? that's how you yeah. tell if you have bad breath, licorist? Spanish all sorts. Yeah. No, it like... What a night that was. Collectively. <laughs> you just you said you want some Spanish. Would you really? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Want some Spanish. You would. You would. Uh, I knew an ADP. Egyptian guy when he talked about the exchange rate. Always said that it's nearly two hundred Egyptian, <laughs> and I always used to love that. Nice. Eddie P, whose avatar is LFC, okay. he says licorice wood is from Pontefract, Yorkshire, and became popular during World War Two due to rationing. So I'm not at all embarrassed that I used to have it as a child. I assume that licorice grew, uh, at the very least, sur le continent, and I thought maybe even further afield than that. Not Although that would make sense. Pontifract. Yeah. Well, that's why you, you get Pontifract cakes that are... You do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've started They're not on licorice, the... are they? Yeah, I think so. Well, you can buy hush them. my mouth. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I've I can't done... say that, apparently. Oh, start... O'Hara appears to have walked into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I've started to notice that sweets are improving other things this year, not just that traffic jam, but we had some sweets left over from, like, selection boxes and, like, oh, yeah. stockings and at Christmas. Christmas flots and Jetson. We went on a New Year's Day walk, and my wife just stuck a handful of the little bags of sweets in her pocket and oh, walked the dog, yeah. country, cold, and she went, oh, should we start on the sweets? And we all ate sweets while walking the dog, and I think it elevated it about 90%. It elevated really everything. It really did. Mm. I had some chocolates left over from our dinner party. I ate them on Monday whilst watching Wolf Hall. I mean, amazing. Brilliant. Mm. Well, well, I... I know I, it's late to the party on sweets, but I'm, I'm fully well, in there now. it's I one think. of the reasons I work at Absolute Radio. 
when I walk in in the morning, I mean, I took seven. I counted. I always count them afterwards. I put my mm. hand in the jar. Security guard gives me a slightly disdainful look. B- biblical number. Yeah, what exactly. did you go for? Seven. Chocolate uh, limes? No, always the lemon sherbet. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, made me go <laughs> just thinking about it. Things that make you go. <laughs> I went for dinner the other night, and at the end of it, to my delight, um, the host said, uh, "Anyone fancy any toffee?" What? Well, I mean, no one said that to me for years. You say something very different at the North London dinner party. No, I know. But you toffee. Um, toffee. Had you I misheard mean, him? It, was it coffee? <laughs> no, it was toffee. <laughs> You've got to be careful. I'm not being rude. I thought it was a bit runny. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be careful. I looked at all with that hammer. <laughs> Frank, with your teeth. I'm just saying, you have. Oh, to hell with it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone now has got caps and. Crowns? Yeah. You've got get... a leather crown, haven't you? So yeah. That'd work for you. <laughs> so, um, I'm all right with yeah, but you. You said comics can't have. Um, you don't think comics should get their teeth fixed, do you? Is that right? Definitely not. Why not? Because comics should be about the truth. Good night. Um, <laughs> but Toffee, I think Toffee might be just about to make a comeback. Oh, yeah. I'll really? tell you something, not many people know this. Mm. But you know that Oxfam saying, um, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you give him a fishing rod, you feed him for life. Yeah. yeah. That is based, I remember the original of that saying, which was around in the early 70s when I was a kid. Give a dog a Toffee and you'll laugh for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Frank Skinner on the Absolute Radio Network. <laughs> I'm with uh, Alan Cochran and Emily Dean, those old favourites of yours. You can text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you know what? You can email us direct through the Absolute Radio website. Hmm. Hmm. I thought I'd give you... Um, it's, I've allowed it to become, you know, very clinical and I, I want to put a bit of humanity back into it. I thought it was lovely. Well done, Thank well you very much. Thanks, Carl everyone. Patrick. Do you remember Carl Patrick? No? Well, he <laughs> texted earlier regarding my wrists being like B.A. Baracus. Oh, yes. And yours being like Casper and Alan's... I've forgotten yours. Uh, like an alien from Alien. From uh, yes. Close Encounters. Close Encounters, from right. Close Encounters. He you, has don't, you don't want like the aliens from Alien. That would be horrible. That. Oh, that's why I was so hurt. <laughs> John Hurt, was that a pun? <laughs> <laughs> he has actually tweeted us, mm. and he's talking about films that start with American, because Alan was saying he'd been I've with his been friend Magic Mike to go and see American Sniper. Mm-hmm. Carl Patrick has... It's a strong assertion here. Okay. He says, films that start with American are all rubbish, including Beauty, Graffiti, Pie and Gangster. YOLO, he says. <laughs> a, a sort of strange peace offering at the end. Yeah, yeah I have to say, I can't agree with graffiti. I love American graffiti. When I first saw that film, it was a bit of a... I'll tell you what, if you love radio, as I do, <laughs> there's a bit in that where he's got this local radio DJ called Wolfman Jack, who he loves, and he goes... Mm. This is Ron Howard's playing the part. When he mm. had hair... And he, he turns up at the radio station. It's, like, deserted, like it is when we come in on a Saturday morning. And he, ju- he just looks through this bit of thing and he sees, he sees Wolfman doing his show and you just think, oh, it must be great to mean something to people like mm-hmm. that. And now look what's happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I think American Pie is quite funny. I and don't... I haven't seen American Pie. I and American Sniper I liked. Oh, so. you're, you're going right, you're well, flying in the face of this. Never mind that. What about Psycho and Gigolo? 
two of my exes. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my exes there, and werewolves. Oh, all your exes. Forgot, That's just forgot, the American ones. Well, I forgot werewolf. What about him? <laughs> what about in um, Paris? <laughs> well, werewolf no, in London. No, let's not talk about him. Werewolf no, but werewolf in London, that is a great film. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm... What's his name? John Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, though. <laughs> John Fitzpatrick was a sort of borderline um, squad player for Man United in the 70s. <laughs> he sounds like somebody might have written the Bible. Um, <laughs> Carl Patrick. Carl Patrick. Now, mm. I, I think he's wrong. Yeah. American so, Werewolf, in, in, I mean, that is... Is that going to be our final hour texting? What, what films beginning with American are any good? Well, or I mean... Not? I, I, that's good. I well, love, I mean, I love the strength of his treatise. I do. <laughs> but, well, um, let's not talk about that. No. What I would say, Frank, he's also used YOLO, and as the Deputy High Commissioner of Sri Lanka once told me, not in this part of the world. Right. Oh, not, because, not if you're a Buddhist, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they believe in... Uh, mm. That's a good point. Reincarnation. I saw a very um, interesting... I went to a talk about reincarnation by... Uh, it was an Alsatian gave it. Happy <laughs> 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 Scary. Frank, guess what? Yeah. Well, we've had some news in regarding blo blotting paper. Oh. Hi, Frank. Blotting paper is available from Ryman Stationery. One pack on its is way it? to you this morning oh, from our Wardour Street store. Thou. Happy blotting, Ryman. Just a minute. Nice. Rizzle! <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That oh, that's lovely because I didn't ask for it. That's given with a good heart. I know, especially he's so busy with presenting that uh, celebrity Big Brother as well. Who Ryman? Oh, Ryman! Yeah, yeah. he's a strange, snaky hip man. There's <laughs> <laughs> a trailer he does in like skinny jeans. When I think his waist is never going to stop. Are you a oh, fan? No, I would. I, he looks like you could roll pastry with him. <laughs> And um, very tan now. He's obviously just been away. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Hold on. <laughs> Are we doing the news? Yeah, doing the news. Um, Queen's still alive. I <laughs> know. Oh, We've had a text in. That, uh, it's it's almost like a. A point of order for me, actually, I think. Good morning, Frank. I tend to agree with your colleague. That's me, mm. I'm guessing. You are my colleague. Oh, I, I like it. It's like you work at your call centre. Colleague about Gotham for the first few episodes. As an avid Batman fan, I'm always wary when something new comes out. I know what he means. However, I felt, mm. I felt that the longer... That, no, it's a he. Okay, he. Unless it's a woman called James. Um, <laughs> well, it could be. However, I felt the longer the series was on, the better it got as it introduced all the mm. baddies mm. that we now mm. all know so mm. well. Mm. Can I suggest that he watches mm. the whole series before making a decision? Yes, Alan. <laughs> Keep up the good work, James Falkirk. All right, James, I'll give it another go. I think you should. I honestly think it's Get top a box end. of chocolate Brazils and have a go at it. <laughs> Can I tell you something that, that happened to me this week? I listen every Please week. Do. And I know we've, this is it. I'm flying in the face of a New Year's resolution. I listen to a um, a podcast called the Doctor Who podcast, <laughs> right? Okay. It's, it's and then at the end of the last one I listened to, they said, anyway, we're going to stop doing this podcast oh, now. No. And I tell you, I was genuinely upset. Were you? I mean, properly. Who uh, does the podcast? Is it all sci-fi fans? There's, there's like, you know, some no, English guys and, a, and an American woman, an Australian guy. Or, or, but... Um, 
arms across the ocean. Mm. I feel like something, I, like, you know, mm. what can be done? Why have they stopped doing it? It, just seemed, that, it doesn't seem right. I bet you wish you could go back in time and fix that, don't you? <laughs> you, what you've done is you've... Well, maybe picked, you you've could. Not very up, much. You've picked up the theme and you've run with it. <laughs> you know that acting job you're doing? Yeah. Have you, have they asked you to bring the hat? <laughs> that Perkins cap, because I think you'll get, that's what your parts will be now. Yeah, well, I wasn't allowed to keep it, you see. Well, are you not? No. no. You can't keep the costume. Oh, I kept props on Triffids. I oh, know, but Triffids weren't going to come back. <laughs> How dare you? No, but I don't think he wrote a, a Triffids. He didn't write the, the next John day Wyndham. of the Triffids, the weekend of the Triffids. <laughs> Maybe he did. I don't think there's a Triffids sequel, is there, Alan? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. We should ask Alan in Formby. Can I just read this text? Yeah. This has amused me. Mistake again this morning as you played So Lonely by the police on Absolute 80s. I think you'll find it's 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Oh. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was your bad, wasn't it? You pick all the well, playlists playing the blue. To be honest, I think playing police is generally an error. Well, it, uh, yeah, you could have just stopped at mistake again this morning. I find the police always come late if they come at all. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just point out that kiss lot? They've been awfully noisy. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, but that's because they, you know, that's they fine. represent youth and ebullience. <laughs> they're, they're noisy kissers. I'm going to tell you something. There was some radio figures came out this week, and what about something happened oh. to me? It said, oh, oh, like it this. said, Kiss FM of oh, blah tense. blah blah. They've beaten Capital Radio in Is something that right? or that. Oh, that's good. And do you know what? For the first time, yeah. I I felt a bit of stable pride. Yeah. Oh, good. I thought, yeah, good on you. And I mean, they, you know, I don't know any of them, but I feel like we're all um, brothers we and are. sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what about that? Who'd have thought that? Cool story, bro. No, that wasn't. A <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot to me more than you'll ever know. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Have a bit of cake, Frank. No. <laughs> <laughs> While you do, I'll read you a text that we had earlier. Frank, it's from zero one two. Frank, not sure whether you listen to the adverts, but that PG Tips advert is wrong. The Shard is not the tallest building in Britain. Emily Moore TV Mast is. That's from Chris Liversidge. I think that might be Chris in Liversidge in Huddersfield, yeah. which is a place that is in the greater Huddersfield area. I trust you on that. What's I it used called? Emily Moore TV? Emily Moore Mast. Oh. It's a TV <laughs> Where mast. Where has there been since I listed. saw the <laughs> Emily oh. Moore? Um, well, that's... Um, yeah, we don't normally have um, comments on the adverts because obviously they pay our wages, so we just assume exactly. they're right in every account. Don't want PG to Tips should have stuck with the chimps. <laughs> yeah. No, Frank, that was very cruel. Was it? Yeah. Now, now instead they've got them right in the adverts, eh? Hey? <laughs> hey? Oh, you can't criticise the advertising. <laughs> That's us sacked. And Chris from Liversidge may well have beaten my, uh, I got news for my you, team love. at football when I was a kid. I used to play against Liversidge when I played for Battyford Boys Club, which is now a Battyford Sporting Club. Let the girls in. Oh, it's like a Tom Courtney black and white film. <laughs> <laughs> what would I talk? It's gone so Kez round Can here. I say that we, I have, no, I have no strong opinion on uh, whether PG tips are right or wrong about the tallest building, but I'm just happy that they advertise on Absolute Radio. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love tea. I'm not having a go at them. Mm, well, I, I love all bit, tea, and I say not just their tea. <laughs> all right. Right. We're we moving on. Is that what we're just trying to be well, professional, you, that's all. We haven't discussed Mylene Class this morning yet. No, no Mylene I don't like who? Class. Is it class or class? I would say class. Well, the no, reason I, I would say class <laughs> is because obviously I'd say class and I thought you'd have a go at me on a bath bath way. 
bath 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 bath. I don't think <laughs> bath bath. I don't do it when you want to. I can't do it anymore. You've made me. Oh, we, gradually, we've made you northern. Not many modern teachers could talk about my lean class. Mm. Not in the age of the obesity crisis. Anyway, four one nine has texted. I got it, darling. Four one nine has texted. Is a master building? No, but it is a building. It's a listed building. Stop going about this building. I'm trying to. Well, they're arguing amongst themselves now. The readers. It's a master building. But this is a building. It is built, or is it erected? Yeah. Um, so Mylin Class uh, <laughs> reacted badly to being asked to put £10 in for a, a shared gift for one of these, um, I'm going to say posh girls, because they're at a posh school. Yes. Well, so you can't generalise like that. Why not? They're girls that are at a posh school. It's five grand a term. Is it? Which school? I think it might be my old school. <laughs> um, no, I genuinely do. Oh, okay. Well, it's good um, to bond with a new story, isn't it? <laughs> in a way, we can all relate to it. One <laughs> of the children wanted a desk. I made Mylene Class cry once. I oh, know she. I didn't make her cry. Did she you? cried in my. She cried on my chat show. Oh. I thought she you cried on my chest. She cried on my chat show. It'd be a lovely blues song. <laughs> I've heard it call some things in my time. And but my then she cried on my. Why did chat she cry? Show. Because they made her leave here. Say. Because they, she talked about being uh, known, I don't think you can say it on Breakfast Radio, but that, that, you, that word they, that means a female canine, that people oh. used to oh. shout that at her in the street. And oh, some people had um, stolen her, <coughs> they threw chips at her in the street, and she told that story and cried. And I thought, you poor, this is great telly, you poor, this is great telly. <laughs> I've, my heart... This is great telly. That's, See, that's, that's, how you're that's how you're twisted. That's how professional you are. Mm. Whereas I'd have been thinking, I'd love it if people threw chips at me. <laughs> I remember the... I, I called I for tissues because um, she was crying and had nothing to wipe herself on. If only, if only I'd known, of course, that Ryman sent out uh, blotting oh. paper. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Who's looking at my lead? class. Well, You're right, class. What she was objecting to, mm. if people aren't familiar with the story, was this habit now or this tendency towards doing a sort of pooled present. I've never heard of mm. this in schools. It strikes. I have to say, I'm with the mums on this, but carry on. Well, that what happens is the mum sent round an email saying, um, actually, my child wants. I think one wants a desk and the other wants a Kindle. Mm-hmm. Respect to the child for wanting to de- a desk, in fairness. Yeah. And so she like said, you can either leave us a £10 a donation um, in the bag, is what they'd suggest. Yeah, so give us, a, give us £10 each. We'll buy them a present they want, rather than yeah. all the individual kids in their class buy them rubbish. Yeah. Seems... I wish people would be more common sense about presents and less emotional about it. That's a very practical, sensible way of present buying. Yeah, you love a voucher, don't you? <coughs> yeah. Which... Give me a voucher or the money. You don't know me. You, <laughs> <the money>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. You people. <laughs> or a Doctor Who cookie jar. Yeah, but, or a Doctor but, Who dressing gown. But Doctor Who generally is going to be a safe bet. But mm. um, other than that, I, you know, I, I've got um, friends, uh, children, that I just give them the money. They like it. Good Kids love getting money. <laughs> they love Can I that best. We used to like it. We used to. My sister and I would open the envelopes with a letter opener. Yes, we were posh. Yes. We used to open it with a letter opener and just shake it, and nothing came out straight in the bin. No. Yeah. You are kidding me. Honnet fiddy. Oh, like a a corrupt customs official. (laughs) (laughs) 
can I thank this radio show for my birthday gifts? Just while we're on the subject of gifts, thank you. What, your beard moisturiser? Beard moisturiser and motorbike vouchers. Brilliant. Mm. Very I got macho you some lovely uh, long you did? stuff from the, uh, the beauty cupboard. Is it from the beauty cupboard? Yeah. Oh, we basically engaged. They, we, we had originally bought those gifts for the hairy bikers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very much in their, in their gang now. Um, Mylene said... Uh, y- my daughters would like, um, or I think it was her daughter's thing, and she said she'd like a, Ava, a unicorn. Yeah. Mm. She was doing satire, though. To That's be honest, I think that fell flat, because I've got my daughter a unicorn, like a big stuffed teddy one from um, Toys R Us. It was 25 quid, I think. I bought Boz a real unicorn. Did you? In the age You're of genetic engineering, all things are possible. <laughs> also, my I wouldn't in the mind. Arts, she probably knows an out-of-work actor that would dress up in, in a unicorn she outfit. She wants a real thing. What do you reckon, 40 quid for three hours? That's I think I, I might know an out-of-work actor. In I, reckon, I know loads of actors that would do that. One of the mothers no in the playground, the, the, she's, she's had some beef. Mylene in the playground. Not much by the look of her. <laughs> <laughs> One of the the mothers said, "Why did you do it, Mylene?" Oh, Which yeah. I thought was a bit, a well, bit Judas t- Iscariot. A bit melodramatic. She, she yeah. has washed a, a dirty washing in Washtown. Yeah. You know, but you know what she did when the mother said, "Why did you do it, Mylene?" Mylene said, "Let's talk about this in private." Which yes is has she never That's heard rich, of being you know? in a row? Like you're not meant to go. Let's take this inside. Nobody in the history of Rowan has said, let's take this inside. No, you just said, let's take it outside. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah, if you're going to have a fight, she probably... You know, oh, what I next? Know She's going to say... Over me. I wouldn't mind uh, a unicorn, come on, think of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, the, if you consider how many germs there are on things like lift buttons, mm-hmm. doorbells, oh, yeah. be quite handy, wouldn't it, to have a unicorn for that? Yeah, just to... Uh, well, I don't actually... Also, I don't you, touch them anymore. I use my jumper to touch all lifts and... So you wouldn't need that? Yeah. Just get used. I got that off uh, Matthew Vaughan, the film director. That's good to know. I um, I also have you ever been out and you thought, oh, you know what? I wish I hadn't worn a hat. Oh yeah, got the unicorn with you. Got your own hat stand. <laughs> Straight on. I'm going to get one. I've got too you... many donuts. I be- Boom. yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. there exactly. Little game of hoopla. Uh, if you're waiting for the boss. Hoopla. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. um. Mm. That's I all good... sorts of uses I'd have for that. Yeah. I bet, you know, I'm, I'm amazed they haven't made one. It wouldn't be that hard to knock one together, would he? If you even put a mouse with an ear on its back. We just put a... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true, a horn in the middle of a I want a head. real horn, though. I don't oh, want you just gluing well, it on. Oh, it's a real horn. I'm not on about something made out of uh, an egg box and elastic <laughs> round the back on a goat. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Are they bearded unicorns? Are they bearded? <laughs> I know they don't exist, but I mean, traditionally... Give me some of that moisturiser of yours. Are they portrayed as bearded? They've got a mane, haven't they? Ooh, that's a very good question. I'm not sure they've even got a starter. (laughs) (laughs) The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Um, Guys, may I interrupt the show momentarily to just uh, clear something up? You know, I said that... uh, that, that man had emailed in about the tallest building in the UK not being the Shard, it was Emily Moore Mast. You yes. know, I, I read that out. Yeah. And it was quite clear, he said, the tallest building. And now we've got um, some some person, 619, text messaging, uh, Dan from Kew Gardens, masts are masts, buildings are buildings, hence the different word. Don't read the and next then, bit out. And then an expletive. Oh, what? A, yeah, <laughs> he's angry about it. 
And then he continues, tell Mr... There's an ampersand in there, but we know what it is. Yeah, he he continues in the next text message, tell Mr Huddersfield, I think that might be the original texter rather than me. No, Mr Huddersfield, I actually met the other night, he's a competition winner. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I I judged him. Is that the guy in the bow tie and just the shirt? He entered Mr Birmingham, UK, he was a rogue entrant. Tell Mr Huddersfield the biggest mast in UK is in Cumbria, the mighty skeleton mast. At 365 metres, it dwarfs the Huddersfield mast by 34 and a half metres. Has he never been there? Dan Q. We weren't talking about the biggest mast, we were talking about the biggest building. And the biggest building is Emily Moore mast, according to that texter, who, again, I've not fact-checked it, but it's... It's it has probably right. The point is, it includes brickwork. That's it? right. Emily Moore mast. Emily Moore transmitter is brick built, not like a normal metal mast. So it's a building. Oh. You know, it's this kind of stuff that won us two major awards. <laughs> I mm. think it's. I think it's a listed building. I mean, the the clue. No, the no I think that's. It? A, what you, it's, it's it's leaning. It's, uh, he also says that was from Carl Parkin from Scunthorpe. He says, "Is it too thin to be a building? If so, does that mean Frank's wrists are too thin to be proper wrists?" Well, I think we've established... What about the flat iron building? That's narrow. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, that's narrow. (laughs) It's a shame we didn't didn't stumble on this earlier in the show. We could have had thin buildings that you're aware of. Thinnest (laughs) buildings. I like that that constitutes a breakfast show, just Frank saying, oh, that's narrow, about buildings. (laughs) About the flat iron building. (laughs) Not exactly new information on the flat iron building. (laughs) Well, I love, I love the fact that there is steam rising on the, on the, on this topic. Yeah, I'd I'd just I just like that to, people care about just, anything. I'd say this to Dan in Q. Do you want to take this inside? Um, no, that's what Mylene Class says during a row. He's in Q's as well. Yeah, exactly. he should be looking at the floor and fauna, not yeah, exactly. Tweeting. Um, Frank, talking of Mylene, you see, you said you think this makes sense. I've got to be honest, I don't like a whip round. When mm. those brown envelopes well, come round the we office... Well, we in the, um... <laughs> S&M community. <computer. laughs> <laughs> you love a whip round. When those brown envelopes come round, Frank, I just lose the will to live. Well, that's what Harry Redknapp said to me <laughs> just last week. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You catch out. It caught me out because I've just received some, not just a sheet of blotting paper. Do, do you paper. have a piece of paper in your hand, Frank? I, I am. I, <laughs> I, I spoke this morning with the German Chancellor, Herr Hitler. Very good. He's a character. <laughs> Is he a colourful character? Well, no, not in 1938. It was in black and white. <laughs> um, so I've just received five, she- five sheets of A3 blotting paper from Ryman's. Oh, Comes up large, doesn't it? Oh, God. I, I really feel genuinely excited. I'll tell you what, if that had arrived at the start of the show, you wouldn't have had to go to the bathroom all the way through. <laughs> no. You could have just popped it down there. Most the disgusting thing you've ever said. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> but one of the things I realised now <laughs> about, um, about giving people blotting paper is if they get emotional about the gift, they've got blotting mm, paper. Yeah. Where you held that aloft like it, you were world heavyweight champion. I look like the numbers girl on the, <laughs> on the boxing. Very good. That's brilliant. I'm going to go home and blot like there's no tomorrow. And at my age, there might not be. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's tremendous. From, that's from Ryman's in Wardour Street. Yeah. You must remember the, the jam single, um, B paper on Wardour Street. Do yeah. you remember that? You know, I'm going to take a wander over there after this show... And uh, see if they like the cut of my jib. Because yeah. we've got blossing paper, the sky's the limit. I could get a fountain pen. Don't go crazy. <laughs> 
Hi, Frank and team. To get a unicorn, you'd need to breed a horse with a narwhal. If it goes wrong, you'd either get a horse that could breathe underwater or a land-roaming narwhal. Yes. Anthony, Edinburgh. What's a narwhal, a Frank? Nar- a narwhal is a whale that has a big central horn in its head. Oh. And I tell you what they used to do when the old whalers... When whaling was still just a bit of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, they used to take the horns and often engrave ships and that on them. Beautiful. Occasionally you see them in antiques places. Wow. Really? But they are mighty, uh, mighty horns. Mm-hmm. The breeding process would oh. be difficult, I think. Yes. The horse would probably drown mm. mid-act. Mm-hmm. I suppose you could try a seahorse. Good See point. how things turned out. I can't decide whether I prefer this, the masts conversation, or the blotting paper. <laughs> well, I say we've. Um, it's, it's been, been a like feast. A, it's, it's been a feast. It's been like it? an episode of Open All Hours <laughs> today, but I've enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I know it's not about me. <laughs> but now you, now you tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much um, for listening uh, this week. And um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again uh, next week. Once again, I beseech the men and women of the Doctor Who podcast to change their minds. (laughs) Um, But as to the rest of you, get out! The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.